Say you'll stay, but then you go away. Damn, I wish I was your lover. I'd rock you till the daylight dawns. Wow, that song. I love it. You know what? Until this movie, I did like that song. Yeah. I have a question for you, though. Yeah. So do you like this soundtrack or did you like Friends Till the End better? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, You know what? Friends Till the End was better. Like this, this soundtrack sucked. It was terrible. The The songs didn't make sense to the movie. Mm-hmm. And the dying to belong song was dumb. The I, I guess the lesson we can learn from this, Bethy, is that when you are watching an award show and you see an award for somebody who like makes the soundtrack or the the sound editors, that it matters a lot, a lot more than you would think. You you you're right. You don't think about the good things that happens in movies until you see. The bad. How much bad? And there's a lot of bad we've seen in movies. Yeah, there's a lot of bad. Intentional I mean, and a, unintentional. That's what makes because a good movie. we're going to talk one intentional bad. Yeah, not intentional, but also not careful. True. Hey everyone, welcome to the clubhouse. I'm Beth, and I'm Kirsten, and this is the Made for TV Movie Club podcast. We want to welcome our new listeners in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Yay, welcome. And Brussels, Belgium. I love it. I love it. It, it comes up saying Brussels city capital. So I'm like, okay, okay. you just have to kind of welcome. tweak some of it. Welcome welcome, 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 welcome. I've never heard of Rock Springs, Wyoming, but I've always wanted to go to Wyoming. I've never been. I've actually heard of it and I would like to go too. So maybe we should road trip it. Let's do it. We can go. Let's we do can it. take Ruby. <gasps> Next summer we should. Yes. I'd like to go to Idaho. I'd like to go to one or both of the Dakotas. Okay. I mean, I really want to check out that's There's a, parts of the state United that's a, States. That's I've a lot of seen. space. Okay. It's but it's a it's a long drive to Wyoming, and we'd have to go through at least one of those states, right? Yeah, the Dakotas. We would yeah. go through like South Dakota. I want to go to South Dakota, and you want to know why, Case? This is going to sound super creepy. Because you want to see creepy. the you want to see the Corn Palace. No, but now I do. I oh. never heard of a Corn Palace. No, <laughs> I always want. <laughs> Mount Rushmore? Oh yeah, I've never seen. I mean, well drunk. You want to go to where the hell is well drunk? No, but I do want to do that too. No. Um. So this is so. This is so going. stupid. You know how much I love the show Supernatural. Oh. Well, the first ten seasons, I haven't made it past <laughs> to fifteen yet. But, um, Bobby lived in Sioux City, Sioux Falls. Oh. Okay. And so for some reason, it's always made me. But is I wanted that, to go before is that. Is that where Elisa's from? I think she is. I. Th- that's possible. I, I think. think you're right. Yeah. I do. I do think that's possible. Okay. Yeah. So happy new year, everybody. Yeah. Our first review for 2022 is the made for TV movie Dying to Belong, Ooh, which yeah. aired on NBC on February 24th, 1997. What were you doing in 1997, Case? Hmm, um, what was I doing in 1997? That was oh, right before my birthday. That was... Uh, th- that was, I was in the midst of dating Tim. Yes, I we know. We were probably like going to go see the Guffs or the Bodines. Yeah, <laughs> which is what you're about to which do Which is tonight. what we're going to do tonight. I think that I got engaged that winter. Didn't I get married? I think I got engaged oh, that Christmas. We were in the midst of the engagement drama that we had. Do yes, you I do remember. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, pick yes. Your, pick your date, mm-hmm. any date. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as it turned out, you ended up getting married the... That just, summer. Yeah, about, but you got married about 13 months before we did, right? Yep. Because mm-hmm. you were in August and we were the next September. September. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was fun. Those yeah. were fun times. Good times. Good times. Now we're here. Yeah. Watching old movies. Exactly. According to TV Tango, Dying to Belong is about a college co-ed hoping to increase her popularity. She pledges the most desirable sorority on campus. And when she falls to her death while hanging banners, her best friend suspects a malicious, illegal hazing incident. Huh. She soon faces a conspiracy of silence when the girls in the administration deny their culpability. Hmm. True. That's kind of a weird thing, though, because it really never was from Shelby's point of view. So no. that's a weird way to, to describe the right. movie. Yes, I agree. This movie was remade last year for Lifetime Television and starred Shannon Doherty. We're hoping not as one of the sorority sisters. Mm. <laughs> I make her laugh as she's drinking 
that De La Croix. Bubbly stuff. That's an inside joke from. And so I I couldn't help but watch this and make total comparisons to French to Lien, yep. which I think came out really, they were really okay. close to each yeah. other within a year, I think. And then um, Mother May I Sleep With Danger also had a mom. They all three of those were college movies with moms. Yes. This one wins for worst, worst mom. Worst, 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 worst mom. So the original Dying to Belong stars the two-time Oscar winner, Hilary Swank. Yes. This one was about two years before she won her first Oscar. Mm -hmm. So she plays Lisa Connors in this one. She won the Oscars for Million Dollar Baby and Boys Don't Cry. I forgot about that she played Brandon Tina. That yeah. was such a sad movie. That I is, haven't seen that one. I have not seen the movie, but I read a book about her. Okay. And it was, it is, I didn't watch the movie because I could not watch the level of violence that happened to Brandon Tina. It is it's it's very very sad mm -hmm. um i wish it was a full i wish it wasn't a full feature film because we i would like to do it for this podcast during pride yeah but i but we're gonna do we're gonna do matthew shepherd i think and the we've bad played on plans. we got some good plans yeah so i think my dog is hitting his head on the door i just saw it move mm -hmm. uh hillary Swank won 58 awards case in her 30 plus years as an actor i believe it not She's... not for this movie no <laughs> Nope. Not that she sucked because she was good. She didn't have a lot role. to work with. Yeah. We'll just go with. Yeah. Yeah. The movie also stars Sarah Chalky, who plays Drea. Is it Drea or Drea? Drea, right? Drea. It's Drea. Drea Davenport. She's best known for her role on Scrubs, which I thought I thought was a funny show. Yep. She was also Becky number two, or we like to refer to her as fake Becky on Roseanne. Yeah. And you and I loved her in Firefly Lane. Yes. That came out. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's a great, enjoyable, I read, just I read a the really book. nice story. Did you read the book? Um, I do believe I did because okay. I think I read the book before I watched the movie. Did you give me a, I think you gave me your copy of the book. I can't Maybe. remember how I got it, but oh. I read the book, but I read it after I watched it. Mark Paul Gossler. Zach. Yeah. He plays Steven Tyler. Just like I said, he's Zach on Saved by the Bell. That's yep. been rebooted. So that's what he's doing now. But he was also in Mixed Dish. I did not watch Mixed Dish. Nor did I. I think it's a spinoff or part of the Blackish. I okay. love Blackish, but I've never seen Mixed Dish. Okay. I don't watch, and you don't either, a lot of network TV anymore. No. No. Very little. I don't have tolerance for commercials. Nope. nope. And yeah, we've talked about this. And then I hate it when I go to like, forward to a commercial and then i realized that i'm live i hate that yeah jenna van oy she plays shelby black and she is best best known for her role as six on blossom it's and you know true. you know why i love six yep because she's you yeah because she had the hat with the flowers mm -hmm. so did blossom our yes. murder she wrote connection is jennifer warren who mm -hmm. plays dean curtis case yes do you remember her I I do remember. All of a sudden, ups, yeah. yeah, yes. I, I wonder do. if she had the same hair. Um, similar. Yeah, yeah. I mm -hmm. feel like because that. Yeah, I feel like she probably had that haircut from she the seventies. She has 70s. the best. She has the best professional mullet that yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Do you hear like a? Yeah. I wonder what that is. I don't know. High pitched sound. I feel like is that my heat? I don't know. Okay. Okay. It's done. There we go. Somebody may all. Oh, Tea's done. Is somebody? Is somebody vacuuming? That can't be. That can't be. Okay. Okay. It is a warm, sunny day on an unknown college campus. Picture it. Lisa Connors and her mom pull up in a Mercedes convertible. I'm picturing that. All right. Me Lisa's driving. Mom. I'm driving, Case. Yep. Lisa's mom says some things and Lisa gets out. She gets her school bag from the back seat. She gets two duffel bags out of Why the trunk. Where are her posters and her... Am I getting hung up on the little things again? Well, a little bit, but I don't blame you because that's all she's using to move into her college like, dorm. Like my my like makeup bag alone would be that big duffel bag. Right, exactly. Are you kidding me? Right. Right. So um, so then as Lisa's like gonna just go off, her mom's not gonna even okay. walk her Bye, to the door. Honey. Yeah. I gotta get back and, to work. And, I have a very business lady who on, does important things isn't it funny though on moving day too like just the little convertible just slides right on in there's well there's no... nobody else moving in obviously the people who uh, wrote this have never <laughs> experienced to college moving the day. laundry basket hell that is moving your child into the doors my greatest day days 
were the days that I moved my kids into their apartments because I don't have to do that again. Yes. Like move them in and out of the dorms. Yeah. That was hell. Although was... during the pandemic, not going to lie, they couldn't let us, they wouldn't let us up. So yay. <laughs> <laughs> Unpack yeah. yourself, boys. Yeah. So, um, all right. So Lisa's mom gives her a pin that she received. Now, Case, tell us about the pin. As a Pi Gamma Beta pledge, telling her it will bring her luck. I just wanted to get that out of my mouth so I wouldn't forget Ooh. that she's like, here's this pin. It'll bring you luck. And then they close Spoiler alert, didn't on the work. pin and it's a piece of shit pin. Like somebody painted it with nail polish and drew on it with a silver Sharpie. And I don't even care if the props guy gets mad at me for saying this, but put a little effort into your work. Yeah. I mean, and we think what's in the middle of the pin is supposed to be a rose, mm -hmm. but it was, so this is what it looks like. It looks like what they did was, like you said, take the nail polish and just kind of crappily put it on there because yeah. they ran out of the other real paint. Yeah. And then the whiteout they didn't use the whiteout pen. They just used the whiteout with the thing and they were just like, yeah, like with a brush. Yep. Yeah. It was really terrible. Yep. It's really yeah. terrible. And we're going to post it to the socials because we did take a photo. Yeah. Because it's pretty photo. bad. Yeah. So anyway, that's the good luck pin. Yeah. So Lisa, Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. Lisa tells her mom she actually may not pledge. <gasps> uh-huh. Oh. But she promises My her mom heart. that she will check it out. You're a legacy, Lisa. You must pledge right. the sorority. Oh, boy. Uh, can you tell that Beth and I never were in sororities? I was really more Lisa's roommate than Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> so Lisa goes into a room where she meets her new roommate. Apparently, a punk rocker. <gasps> no, not was jamming to some tunes yeah. really badly. Very badly. <laughs> like she walked in the room, threw down her only duffel bag, turned on the giant boombox she brought, and she started, she's just jamming to the music, facing the window, like not at the window, but facing it, not facing the door. And kind of dancing like a headbanger. Yeah, not, like not a, punk a punker. At all. No, I mean, they obviously don't know there's a difference. Yeah. But there's not because like how many, okay, how many pairs of Doc Martens do you have? Okay, that's probably a bad question. How many pairs of Doc Martin combat boots do you have? Three. Well, of Docs? Yes. Docs is just one. The other okay. two are just like fake combat okay. boots. And then you have your Doc Oxfords. And and then I have my Mary Jane. That's right. You have your Mary Jane. Yes. I'm super jealous because I want. Last you're wearing. You're wearing Mary my favorite pair. I want those so bad. No chance to ease your pain. I have two pairs of Doc boots, combat yes. boots. One of them has flowers. They're really cute. Yes. I wanted to wear them when we went to see Sean Cassidy, but I was afraid that. You find them very comfortable, and to me, after a while, they start because of, because of my foot issues. Yep. They don't last all day. Yep. Yep. And I love them. I can. I, I love them, too. Don't get me wrong. I used to. Teaching okay, them all so day long. I should tell my story about my wedding. Your ducks from your wedding? Yeah. So okay. when I got married, my mother told me, you know this, because um, so I'm telling the listeners, but my mother told me that I was not allowed to wear my Doc Martens with my wedding dress, because uh -huh. I wanted to, because why not? Yep. Also... I'm kind of sad that my mom wanted to me not to be who I was. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even on my wedding day. Yep. So my mom said no docs. So you and I went down to that store because yep. there was a time, boys and girls, where Doc Martens were not being sold at Macy's. Mm -hmm. You couldn't buy them from Amazon. Nope. You had to go to a store on and, Brady Street. On Brady Street, because very few places sold Doc Martens yeah. because they were made yep. and manufactured in the UP or in the UK at the time, I think, only. Yep. So they were hard to find. They were imports. So we went down to Brady Street and picked up a beautiful pair of floral white. White with red, blue. There were different color flowers on them. Yep. My biggest regret is that I didn't keep, I don't know where they are. I don't know what happened to them. I, your mom probably, she probably, burned them. she probably did. Yeah. But I have a picture of my, at my wedding. I put them on at my, um, reception because we had our own mad planet. Remember we yep. had the eighties night at yep. my wedding reception. We played eighties music. We sure did. And we called it our own mad, my own mad planet. And so I put on my, my docs then and everybody loved him. Yep. Even my mom wasn't mad, mm -hmm. but we, you had to help me smuggle them in. That's true. That's true. And then 
I didn't have a purse. So you and Shannon went to the store and bought that I Love Lucy lunchbox. Yes. <laughs> that was my wedding purse. Yes. It was fucking awesome. It was. It was. It I was. didn't even still wasn't using a purse back then. Yeah, I know. Purses. 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 Purses can get lost. You put your money and your lipstick in your pocket. <laughs> or dance. your leather jacket. <laughs> Ah, so that was my story case. Sorry. Nope. That's okay. So anyway, Lisa re meets her new roommate who says, you can call me blue and she has blue hair and it's beautiful. Yes, it is beautiful. Yeah. And I don't like the implication that if you have blue hair or you're somehow otherwise like a goth or something, there's something wrong with you. I didn't like that. No, nope. because it's not true. It's not true. Not true. So cut to the, what I believe is the next day because Lisa has a different shirt on. Lisa is standing in a long line at registration and she meets Shelby standing in line. They bond over the long lines and bad roommates. Yeah. So, of course, next scene, <laughs> poor old Blue is Bye, moving out. Blue. No, not that blue. Never mind. <laughs> and Shel and that was good. I didn't even find any clues. That was, that was good. The big Thank clue is they don't want you here anymore, Blue. <laughs> Take the clue, Blue. Yep. Um, so Shelby is moving into Lisa's room and it's very bizarre that you could just say to your roommate, uh, my friend from Girl Scout camp is moving in. I remember and... at my college anyway, you had to like go through like counseling with the RA and stuff in order to get out. There weren't places to go. The yeah. dorms were full. Yeah. So, um, so now, now uh, cut to apparently a few hours later after unpacking. Uh, Shelby and Lisa go out to explore the party scene on campus. Which is quite lively. Yeah. I'm a little jealous I wasn't there. It was a little wild. It I was. have to say, I'd be like, mm, you guys are annoying to me. Do you think that's like, was that like that at UWM when you no. were, when you no, were there? Because not. By the time I transferred, I was 21. Yeah. I was at the bars, baby. No, I've never, no, that was bizarre but that I was think like they kind of tried to animal house it they I did but i think there are probably college campuses like that are like that right probably I, like i think madison gets kind of like yeah, that a little rowdy like, during games and stuff I, I went to i had a friend who went to marquette university now he he lived off campus and he lived in like this on the street there were a lot of house parties but they weren't like they weren't fraternities i think they were just rowdy people who lived at them <laughs> we had a lot of fun and then he got lost or something we were at at these parties and i don't know why because he lived on the block <laughs> or for some reason he pulled the police you remember the police yeah, the police box yeah the police box and yeah. he got arrested oh boy <laughs> he was really fun yeah i bet <laughs> but you didn't want to be around him when he made poor when decisions. he made mistakes <laughs> like that uh, later days okay so um, as they're walking, a guy named Jameson randomly kisses Lisa and uh, Drea and two sorority sisters tease him. It's really, it, it really felt very assaultive, I have to say. It was. Drea tells Lisa and Shelby to take off and maybe they'll see them at yeah, Rush. Why did she tell them to I don't leave? Know. I don't know. That was super weird. Yeah. So Lisa, cut to the next day again, or another day again, Lisa now is trying to get a job at the Daily Crusader, the campus newspaper. Boy, printing a daily paper for a college campus is pretty high level. Yeah, that seems, but I mean, those offices, there was a lot of people working, of there, people working there, but you'd have to. How do you even have time to go to college if you're, most of those are weekly. Yeah. So anyway. I'm wondering if the writer even went to college yeah i don't know not that there's anything wrong with not no, going to but college but you should probably feels consult like with they people don't, yeah like they don't really have an yeah, understanding of how yeah. i mean it kind of reminded me like the buzzing of the daily newspaper reminded me of like like when you see the tv shows when they're in the er and everybody's running because yeah. nobody runs you're not you know no. you're not going to run in the er it's very dangerous to do that they had they had the, a very this movie had a very interesting um what, what do I want to say? Like, almost like worshiping of journalism. Yeah. The characters had, which was strange. really Which, weird. yeah, it was almost like, I was thinking about that case, and it's almost like they tried to make Stephen, like, give him just that focus because they thought maybe it would character build, but it really didn't. It stereotyped rather yeah. than build character. I agree with you. I agree with you. So um, we've got Carl Ridgely. And um, he's the big boss. He's the big boss. Now, and he's showing her. Um, yeah around or he's taught she i she's don't trying she's to get following him she's following him and trying him to, get, him and him. Trying to yeah. get a job and then zach begging I mean, really steven 
interrupts them. He's all sass when she, um, she looks at him and says, excuse me, but you're interrupting. And he says, it sounds like you're in the middle of a high school resume reading and what I have is more important. He was kind of an ass. Yeah, he was pretty much an ass. And then uh, Carl ends up hiring Lisa. So there you go. You're hired. Good job. Yay. All right. So now we've got Lisa and Shelby. They're going to rush events at varying sorority houses and they end up at the Pi Gamma Beta house. Andrea takes Lisa to see pictures of her mom and the um the room her mother had when she lived there and uh kim kind of blows off shelby yeah and shelby tries yeah she tries, she tries and then she pushes her off on a pledge the other thing i didn't write in the script and i wanted to mention was that i just remembered that she's like oh your mom called us and yeah. told us you'd be coming by and i think that's super weird yeah. Again, we don't like this mom. Well, Lisa's the mom, mom. She doesn't walk her daughter to her college dorm room, but, but she, she calls, calls the sorority. She, she couldn't have stopped when she was there, or oh, the like sorority taken, taken her there thing to some people. I know, no, but she couldn't have taken her daughter there, or what? It's so strange, like yeah. because if you're okay, so by law, if you're over eighteen and you call, you can't as a parent call and say, "I want to know what my kids' grades are." Right. So why would? the sorority have a conversation with your mom because she's a sorority sister i just i don't it's you just, don't understand it's dumb all right so <laughs> that's my opinion that's my review it's dumb like this movie okay as okay. drea is showing lisa around she's telling her that the sorority is like a family lisa tells drea that her dad left when she was four and her mom worked a lot so she never really had a family to count on that's so she doesn't really know what that's like kind of sad. It's yep. like her mom proved at the beginning of the uh, movie. Yep. yep. So now we've got Steven. He's on his bicycle in this next scene. Oh, and but on, but on, he rides but on, up but on, next but on. to Lisa. Did you get that? Yes, I did. Okay. Very good. We'll see if anybody else got that reference. Yeah. I just he, watched that last week. Oh, okay. He asks if she's partying too much, and she responds, well, it's rush week. And he says, don't tell me you're going Greek. She replies, maybe. Steven tells Lisa that... Um, a pledge was being hazed a year prior, and then she disappeared. Bum, bum, bum. And over the first playing of Damn, I Wish I Was Your Lover by which, Sophie B. Hawkins. Which we liked before this movie. Yeah, we did. Stephen invites Lisa to go to a lecture, and she agrees to go because they're all about journalism. I know. There were but a you lot know what? of journalism drops Way in too much that journalism conversation. Dropping. But yes. you know what? If somebody invited me to a lecture, I, I would go. I'd go. Because I don't think that sounds like a terrible evening. No, nope. <laughs> sounds very interesting to me. So, all right. The scene cuts to the clock tower's clock again. Boom, boom, boom. As Lisa and Shelby drive to a bonfire out, outside of town, which is very rowdy. <laughs> Remember when being young and having energy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sleep was nothing. Nobody yep. needed sleep. So now Terry challenges Lisa to a hill race in the snow, which it took me until the third time I saw this movie to actually really understand what they were doing yeah. because there's ropes there. And yeah. at first I thought that they were um, like ski, like tow ropes. Yeah. Yeah. So but I thought they, that they were being yeah. pulled up. Well, but when no. they showed her at first, the was it Terry? They don't really show what they're doing because they're so close up. Yeah. You only see her like get to the top of the hill and then do a shot. Yep. And then they use the the ropes to help back down. I've never done. Have you done that? I've no, never no. seen or heard of that. I'm sure it's a fun drinking game. But when I was drinking, I just want to drink. I didn't want to run. I didn't want to play game. I didn't even want to play games. I just no. wanted to drink. So Terry challenges Lisa to this race. Lisa declines. And then, then everybody, including Shelby, taunts her into doing it. And then Lisa wins. And Terry's pissed. Terry's a bitch. But the race was also like anything goes. And yes. so they were like pulling each other over. There was so much grunting. It was it was uncomfortable. It was very weird. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. That didn't get easier anytime we watched that. Nope. No. Nope. All right. Back at the dorm room. Shelby is crying and wants to go home because everybody hates her. Aww. Lisa promises her. Lisa promises Shelby that Lisa won't pledge Pi Gamma Beta if they don't take them both. All right. So now we've got Stephen and Lisa after their lecture and they stop for ice cream. 
While they're talking, we hear the second round of I got Say it. You'll Stay, But Then You Go Away. Damn! I wish I was your lover. Once again, in the background, apparently that's their song. Yeah. Uh, Steven kisses Lisa um, when she asks if he wants a taste of her ice cream. It's really very sweet. Our high-tech um, sound effects. Yep. Then we cut to them in the library. Lisa's sitting on the floor reading a book. Steven comes up. And they start making out on the floor of the library. Really? They do. I know. And on you know what? What did I say when the they were, we were watching it? And I was, what did I Gross, say? Your hair. Your hair is on the floor in that library and the carpet has never been cleaned. Get your hair off that floor. Yeah. Gross. That's what I was yelling gross, at the gross, TV. Gross. All right. In class now, cut to class. Shelby is worrying about whether she gets into the sorority. Oh, Shelby. Yeah. So, so now they've got this weird, like Shelby obsessing about joining the sorority, which Makes no sense. No, and she's and leaning up there. against a tree and it's she's talking. Like, she's like leaning against a tree, but only with her top half of her torso. Like kind of like peering around. It's almost. not even it's it's not even it's so bizarrely angled, like yeah, it's so creepy. Yep. So all of a sudden she's like she's like stalking them, but she can't possibly see in or hear what they're saying. So it's it makes Absolutely. I think it makes the least sense of anything that's happened in any TV movie we've watched so far. Yep. Her just standing and staring at a front door, essentially, because even if they're in the living room, it's not in the front of the house. It's in the back of the house or there's there wasn't enough windows to see anything. Right. Now, you and I, on the other hand, we would have got our asses right up under that open window to hear what they were saying. Probably would have opened the back door. Right. Who are you kidding? Right on. But you yeah. know what? We wouldn't have wanted to get in this room. We wouldn't want to get in we the sorority. We would have gone. You know what we should? We all. would do go in the back door and help ourselves to some beer. Well, because they were busy in the other room. Right. Take some beers and yes. say thank you very much. That's and leave. right. That would have been us. If there was a bottle, maybe mm -hmm. a pack of cigarettes. Probably said thank you very much. We'll bring something back to. We'll bring cookies at the party. Yep, that's what we would have done. That's right. So, all right now. So we we have them. They show that the members are voting on who's getting in, and it's all very. We're very worried and wondering, and it's suspenseful. It's very so, very suspense. Cut, Casey. It's very very suspenseful. suspenseful. <laughs> mm. So cut to Lisa's dorm room. What Drea, happens? What happens? Drea comes in and <gasps> says, "Lisa, you didn't get in. Aww, Aww. but she was only kidding." Oh, so yes, Lisa and Shelby both made it. Yay! So we've they got all the sororities there. Join the sorority. Join the sorority. Yay! Yay! Become a pie gamma beta. You get the cool spins. <laughs> So now it's night at the clock tower again, and bum, it looks bum, like bum. they are setting up the same ritual from the year prior. Um, the sorority members are wearing the dark robes, and the pledges are wearing white. The pledges have to draw blood um, from their finger and drop it onto a rose, and then in a fingerprint, a bloody fingerprint next to their names in the book. Biohazard! Um, so Drea gives a speech <laughs> as Lisa... Looks doubtful. She looks like she doesn't know if she's digging this. Yep. So why don't we take our first break and listen to what the actors have to say? You guys need to hear Drea because everything she says here, she just repeats throughout the movie. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Given the very source of our lives to the rose, we also give it our strength. By joining Pi Gamma Beta, we give up what we are for what we can be. By adding your blood give up yourself to become part of something greater than you ever imagined so now i'm going to do one of my favorite things talk yes and while i'm talking case is i am i guess you would call this embroidering beth yeah i think it's probably she's embroidering me a sweater with the logo on it from the podcast i love it it's, it's so beautiful it's, it's fucking awesome sweater but i should just make you like just sew those and we can sell them <laughs> like i need you to make one a day case okay one Ooh. a day for the next i don't know ever okay. forever well, well so see. i'm gonna have a one of a kind i can't wait it's so it's so it's beautiful true. it's really cool and mm -hmm. i can't believe you found yarn that actually like matches so I well know. it's so perfect it's so perfect so i exciting. love it 
So in the next scene, yes. Drea and other sorority sisters in masks. Yes. They have masks on. Those creepy, so you creepy can't, masks. So you can't tell from their hair and their voices at all who they are. Nope, because that hasn't changed. No, that's not. So they've got the dark robes on with over their heads again. Mm-hmm. They let themselves. They just walk in. Nobody locks dorms. I, I guess. guess I feel like we did, but whatever. I feel like it locked automatically. I, I don't know. I, that makes sense, though, because seriously, you have to be safe, people. Lock yep. your dorm room doors. Yep. So they just let themselves into Lisa and Shelby's room to wake them up in the middle of the night. And guess what that means? Oh, boy. Hell, we. The hazing begins. Yep. Mm -hmm. In one incident, the sorority decides to steal a statue from the dean's backyard. Oh, seems like a good plan. Yeah. And then they talk about how they could get expelled. So then Shelby's like, I'll do it. And then she almost gets caught. Yep. So then the girls are just like, oh, and then the scene ends. So they don't uh, obviously get in trouble. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't have outdoor cameras back then either. No. And the dog, I, I, I love that the dog didn't come to the fence. You know, when there were like 15 girls standing around the Oh, the dog had a chain on. uh, Oh, yeah. If you watch carefully, because it was dark. So I only noticed it on one of the, I don't know, three viewings. Okay. But there was a a chain that I noticed, and I think that's why the dog stopped. Oh. Oh. Next scene, we have a dark and stormy night. Again. Lisa is being followed by a car as she walks down the street holding an umbrella, because it's raining yeah which took me a long time to figure that out beth because at first i thought that she was like the dean outside of her house oh, looking at what was going yeah, on because it wasn't clear that they it actually wasn't clear that scene. it was a new scene and it had to have been the next night because it can't have been that same night right so then she gets at least it gets kidnapped by the sorority sisters because that makes sense yep and fucking drea lexer back up at the clock tower Andrea is lecturing them on trust. I think they're at the clock tower. Tower doesn't really matter. Yeah. So she's like, trust, blah, 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 sisterhood, blah, 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 friends till the end, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you have to get a friends till the I'm end. I'm going to keep bringing that, that in. Well, Shannon Doherty isn't the remake. Yes, it's true. So then, then Drea puts, she takes a glass and she throws it on the ground, histrionics and everything. And then you hear the glass shatter. So then she picks up a bowl of eggshells and she puts it in everybody's mouth, Ugh. continuing the lecture. And then like, don't you trust me? And then the girls. So remember down. that they're all still blindfolded. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. They're bl- the girls are blindfolded, so they don't see that. Thank you. Yes. Case. So and that- she's like, you got to trust me and I'm going to put food in your mouth. Or- not even food. I'm going to put something in your yeah. mouth. And then she made them eat it. And it was an eggshell. And Beth, have you ever gotten an eggshell accidentally, like in a cake or something? Like a I mean, in eggs, I, I have, but probably not a cake. Oh, my god! But it would still cut your mouth, it's wouldn't the, it? It doesn't cut your mouth, but it's the worst. It's gross. Well, yeah. It's really, Well, that's because really it's disgusting. a membrane holding it together. Well, and, and like, it's like chewing, it's like chewing a piece of chalk. So, like, it I becomes very that. powdery. That's gross. It's gross. It's very disgusting. Super ew, gross. Ew. Yeah. Ew. So, at, at the newspaper case, Carl... He's a little unhappy with Lisa's work. Mm. He's so mm-hmm. unhappy. She gets the boot. She gets the boot. Not the combat boot. No. She gets the firing boot. Yeah. Right up her ass. That's it. And then as she's walking out, Steven starts a fight with her. Yeah. About cutting him off recently. And she's like, well, you know, I was going to be busy with Hell Week. And he walks away. Yeah. Lisa calls her mom, her awful, awful mother, and her mom and tells her mom everything sucks. And then mom laughs and's like, hey, was it Hell Week? Oh, it's Hell Week. Oh. Ah! friends for life yeah it it is terrible lisa abruptly ends the call and runs off because she sees three of the sorority sisters come into the building yep lisa finds steven then and apologizes but he doesn't accept and she leaves upset yep poor steven so in our next hazing incident yeah pledges are made to walk in front of the sorority sisters in bikinis Oh, the this sorority. Is awful. This is the worst. I can't even believe that this would happen, but I believe it does. So the sorority sisters, the actual sisters, are just they're drinking and doing shots. They all have markers, and the the pledges are all in bikinis, and they're made to walk like on a table, like a coffee table, in front of the girls, and they circle like part cell. You know, if they see cellulose or something, 
They call them names. They tell them they have thunder thighs. They say terrible, terrible things. Oh, it's the worst. And then it's they horrible. get mad when the girls break down. So the first one to break is, is Paige. And then Shelby loses it. And then Lisa's like, fuck this. Yep. She doesn't say that. This might be the first time I said it. How far? Are we? Wow, we're pretty far. We're like pretty far into the script for me to drop an F-bomb for the first That's time. That's true. But Lisa's like, fuck it. And she leaves. Yep. And then... She goes to look for, um, well, and then, so anyway, then what happens next is that Drea and Paige and Kim are up in the clock tower with Shelby and there's a banner, which we don't see. So we don't know exactly what, like we're trying we to figure out. We don't really know what's going we on. We don't really know what's going on, but we think what happened was they're trying to make Shelby hang a batter banner from the clock tower and they're making her go out like on the ledge to do it. I think so. And Shelby's like, and it, Keep in mind also it's dark when they're doing this. So you can't really see. And it's not raining, but it feels rainy. Yeah. It? It's it's like it feels almost like it's like wet. foggy and icky out. Yeah. So she, Shelby's like, I'm afraid of heights. I can't do it. And then in their like best sistery way, they're like, fucking do it. Yeah. Only they're like, don't you want to be a sister? Fucking do it. Yeah. Be a sister. Be a sister. Don't you want the sorority so, prize? Yes. The sisterhood award? Yes. And then, so what happens is Shelby's like, yeah, I want the sisterhood award. She goes out on the ledge and she fucking falls to her death with witnesses, including Lisa, who's out looking for her. Yep. It's very sad. It's awful. But there are a lot of people out there who see it. Yeah. Because for some reason, the pledges are putting legs on the lawn in front of the clock tower which we don't know why we don't know a lot the about. dean arrives yeah the dean who i guess has a bigger job than the chancellor or the i think the, the dean, president again it's somebody who doesn't really and thinks the dean is the like the dean from animal house is yeah, the one in charge I think, yeah, I, yeah i think you're right I think that's... so she arrives and sergeant sands apologizes for waking her up in the middle of the night oh yeah sorry there's yeah. a dead student i'm sorry that's sorry that we hasn't gotten away about that oh, oh come on another dead Damn student kids. how are we gonna hide this one bob Ugh. lisa asked drea what happened Andrea says shelby ran off to hang the banner by herself because she wanted to surprise them all with the banner Oh my god. Right, that's what happened. Fuck you. Steven, yeah. yeah. Ooh, listen to you. Now your mom's gonna be mad at you. Too. I know. Sorry, mom. <laughs> that was bad. That was me. I said it. I I'm take all <laughs> F-bomb responsibility. <laughs> Steven checks on Lisa and she says she can't get the image of Shelby lying on the ground by herself. That's called PTSD, by the way. Yeah, right. So thanks to nobody who helps us for nobody. 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 Literally nobody. Steven says, well, actually, Steven, he says he's sorry about what happened to Shelby. And he, and he, and he means it. Yes. So then, Case, in true TV movie trope fashion, yep. we have the sisters front row and center at the funeral. We do. Got a funeral. We do. This is the probably the shortest funeral we've seen. Yep. As Lisa's speaking with Shelby's parents, the other girls kind of hurry away. So the, the sorority girls are right there. Yep. And then Lisa... Like, I think the dad says what happened or something. And she's like, I don't know. And then the other girls are like, um, they got come up around her and they're like, Lisa, we have to go now. They And then, then they acknowledge the parents like, oh, we're sorry. What happened? Bye. Yeah. It's really awful. It's creepy. Yeah. And then the Dean holds a press conference and Stephen asks if the death was due to hazing. And she's like, hazing is strictly prohibited. Stephen says incidents get swept under the carpet. And when, asked what she's he's referring to he refers to the pledge who disappeared steven says he doesn't know who it was he's just heard rumors and she's like get your facts straight before you make accusations this interview is over z snap i i just love how he's like this hard-hitting journalists mm -hmm. like asking the the tough questions yeah and and he's the college student writing for this student newspaper the like like i said before this this whole like take on journalism that they have in this movie is really interesting to me because it's like they want to it's like somebody took a journalism class and wants to use the jargon or yeah. something yeah, or maybe yeah. they, maybe they, I was going to say Googled it, but there was no Google back then. No, there was Google didn't. Not. They went on to mm -hmm. AOL and. Wait, what was, <laughs> what was the dog you told to fetch it? Remember that? There was like a butler guy. Because in 97, we did, I think that's when I first got my first um, email address. 
So, Jeeves. 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 But there was also Archie. Fetch. Remember Archie? Was that earlier in the 90s? Mm, I just remember Jeeves. I remember Ask Jeeves. It was called Ask Jeeves, I think. There you go. And then there was Archie, which was like Google. But I remember Archie because I remember, you know, Archie the comics. I love That's Archie how I remember. Comics. But he might have been around a little earlier. That one might have been like one of the very first search engines. Okay. When there was like nothing out there. Right. <laughs> you know, those weird like websites that had like flashing cats and stuff. Yes. <laughs> Because you really had very little to, to yeah. work with back then. It it's was funny. True. Yeah. So um, Lisa speaks with her mom on the phone and is upset, obviously, about Shelby's death. And her idiot mom. She's suggests, not even like, come home now. She's like, go stay with your best friends at the sorority house. And if you don't, you're always going to regret because they're going to be your best friends for life. Oh, my God. And then for some reason, Lisa agrees to go. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. And so Stephen goes to the sorority house and they won't let him in. Yep. They like literally close the door in his face. What did you think about that decoration on the door, Beth? I thought like, oh, he must be at her mom's house. Like how did the sorority house have that? It was like a dried cranberry wreath or something. I just want, I want to know more like why isn't there like a buffet with a chef every morning? Like (laughs) Shannon Doherty's in Friends Till the End where they had like the. You know, that was fancy just breakfast. at the doors. That I wasn't know. even at a sorority house, right? I, yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even know. But this sorority house was nothing compared to that. So, you know, I guess that's, maybe they made the pledges make that. Uh-huh. <laughs> or pledges. Yeah. So while waiting to talk to the dean, Drea tells Lisa that they don't tell any secrets because of, because of why. Um, oh yeah, that thing called the Sinter Hun. Yeah. <laughs> the dean says Shelby was very drunk. But Lisa says, well, that doesn't seem right. She wasn't really drinking. And the dean is basically like, facts? I don't need those. Yeah, I live in a fancy house and I need to keep my job, which means we can't have crime on campus. Yes. Because it's, it is actually true. That is coming from truth that that college campuses have to report. Um, they do. Have they to do. They have, to, they have to report any crimes that are reported, but they can't be re- reported if they aren't reported. Yeah. So they didn't just simply in our back in our day, they just simply did not take reports. Yep. It just so, didn't happen. Um, the Dean obviously is in on this and the Dean suggests therapy to Lisa, but she's basically like, you should go to therapy so you can forget what happened completely. And then uh-huh. we're all done with this. Yep. And Lisa says, I want to know what really happened. And the Dean replies, we do know. And then she kicks Lisa out. Yep. Bum, bum, bum. Da, 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 da. Back at the sorority house, Kim and Drea fight, and Lisa says they shouldn't fight, and then they all play pool. Yeah. It's weird. Super appropriate. In a weird room with weird furnishings. And... <laughs> it's super weird. Because they have that, the, so there's a wall of bookcases, mm-hmm. which is cute because I'm sure those girls aren't reading lots of books. Yeah. But the bookcases are like unfinished two by fours. They're not, it's not even, it's, it's like, like it's hey, like Joe, a... Joe, I know you ran out of paint because we couldn't get that pin done, but what about those bookcases? What? <laughs> Oh, he said, forget it. They're not painting them. Nobody will notice. Yep. They look like basement storage shelves. They absolutely look look like like they belong in a garage. Yep. They're ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And they look ridiculous. Yep. And the room is weird. Yeah. And what sorority sisters sit around? I don't know. It just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I give up, Beth. I give up too. Okay. Stephen writes an article called Another Hazing Cover-Up. That gets published. Yeah. He and Lisa fight over whether it was just an accident or a cover-up because Stephen still hasn't found out who the girl... Oh, my God. That's so cute. She finished the sweater. I did. It looks beautiful. I'm going to post a picture on on our socials. It's so cool, Case. I love it so much. Yay. Oh. So they're fighting, and Stephen still hasn't found out about the girl who disappeared. Like, he doesn't know who it is yet. Okay. But he's researching it. Yep. So... He tells her it's her responsibility to find out what happened to her best friend. He's not wrong. She tells him she doesn't need a lecture. She's not wrong. True. In the next scene, Dre is speaking of lectures. It's lecturing (laughs) the sorority sisters again. Bond, loyalty, blah, 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 sisterhood, blah, blah, blah. 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 And at the same time, Stephen's getting beat up. Yep. 
Yep. At the police station. Steven, Why, apparently the, the apparently the frat boys are now in on this. They don't even hide. It's that Jameson guy. Every single time Stephen gets beat up. Yeah. He's just right there. He's just he's right just there. like, it's me. It's me. But Jameson doesn't hit too hard because Stephen shows up with nothing but a little, <laughs> what looks like, what? We ran out of makeup? We don't, oh, and the special effects makeup lady quit. Okay. Do we have any red lipstick? They have cherry apple. What? Oh, he said, just rub that on his cheek in a circle and nobody will notice. Yep. Because that's exactly that looks, what that shit yes. looks like. I could that's what it looks like when you have the crap beaten out of I you. I could have done a better job making somebody look like they got their ass kicked. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. should have done at least a little lip bleeding thing. I don't, I don't know. Man. Maybe they didn't want to ruin Zach's beautiful, beautiful face. face. Yes. Beautiful. So Lisa shows up for some reason. She does. To check, I guess, to check on Steven. Mm -hmm. And so we find out from Sergeant Sands that Shelby wasn't drunk. Oh, funny. Which surprised Lisa, even though Lisa said she wasn't drunk. Mm -hmm. So he then asks about marker marks on Shelby. And Lisa says she doesn't know how they got there. Which you and I talked about why she didn't tell the truth. So which it, is a strange she should have. She very suddenly is like clammy up switched because she was a victim so she yeah. wouldn't have gotten in trouble for that incident no she didn't even participate she left mm -hmm. so she wasn't a victim mm -hmm. i mean she was a victim so why not tell the truth and we know at this point she doesn't really trust the girls so right it's a strange it's a strange turn that we didn't really understand it's true back at the house lisa tries to get Paige to talk to her but dre interrupts and tells them to both go downstairs and then terry tells lisa that her boyfriend is just using them for information Using Lisa for information. All right. Lisa said she's tired of being a pledge and wants to be a human being. Drea says if she leaves, she's out of the sorority. Out you know, of the sorority. Because of the out. sisterhood. Yeah. Lisa leaves. And yep. what happens? Damn. I wish I was your lover. I'm rocking till the daylight dawns. Yes, yeah, so that's what's playing when she goes to see Stephen at yep. the newspaper. Uh -huh. Lisa says to him, if you're using me, I'm going to still help you. Yep. So that's even weirder that she didn't tell the truth about the marker. Uh-huh. Stephen says that doesn't sound like her, and she's much stronger than that. He is not wrong. True. She's a very strong person. It's true. They smooch. Yep. And then there's the Garden Variety College Kid made for TV movie sex scene. Yep. Which isn't very sexy. No, but it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It didn't gross us it, out. Yeah. It's fine. And it was fast, you know. Yeah. I was going to make a joke about out. college boys, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, because we love you all. Yep. In the next scene, no judging. <laughs> but it was fast. It was fast. That's all. It, that's all I'm going to say. Yep. In the next scene, Lisa's back in Sergeant Sands' office with Steven and... Yep. The sergeant, because they're like, come on, dude, you got to do something about the hazing. And he's just like, I'm going to talk to them, but it won't work. Yeah. So in all of his professionalism, he talks to them in their entirety. Yeah. So he's in the living room of the sorority and he's like, you need to talk. Yep. If nobody speaks, I'm going to make things difficult. And of course, nobody's going to talk. You're talking to them all at once, you dumbass. Yep. He obviously didn't go to sergeant school. No. Like even I know from all my true crime experience right. that you take, you keep them separate so they cannot come up with a story. And then you break the weakest link. Yes. Oh, I, I think, Case, you're going to be an expert after you watch those 30 years of Datelines. <laughs> 30 seasons. 30 seasons. Here I come. And one season is probably a year. Like they I even know. made they made new episodes year round in that I, show. Listen, that a great I'm, show, man. I, I got a lot of TV up. I can. Oh, that's good though. I can, <laughs> I'm jealous because I love Dateline. It's a good show. You gotta you gotta download the um, Peacock. I wonder how you would download Peacock. One might say <laughs> it's a small town wanna, in the we, Midwest. We don't want to do an ad. Beth for them. was very confused Poor about why me. Keith Morrison was talking. <laughs> <laughs> but um bum oh, i can't do i can do a little girl though keith <laughs> no okay i played that and no. my kids were laughing i made my kids listen to me do cindy <laughs> back in lisa's room she finds a okay so this is weird i, I gotta backtrack yeah it's so weird so there's a girl walking down the hall and she looks down and she sees something that we don't see she walks past it and she like looks at a door so she's in a dorm room hallway she looks at the door and walks past Lisa, kind of like slows down and like looks at her like, 
what the fuck? And then Lisa looks down and sees there's a fucking trail of blood coming out of the dorm room. Yeah. So this girl walks past an open door with blood coming out of it. And doesn't do And anything. doesn't even say, dude, we should call 911. Yeah. Because there's blood yeah. on the floor. Yep. I can only imagine they were all pricking their fingers and made like, I don't know. So Lisa smartly pushes the door open because what, what else would you do? Right. And then we see... Like the trail of blood goes up to a vase or a whatever of flowers, and yeah. there's blood all over the flowers. Perfect. It is so bizarre. Perfect. Nobody calls. Nobody's calling nine one one. I mean, I guess Sergeant Stan's going to show up and do nothing. So, Lisa decides to go to the sorority house and try to talk to Paige, and Stephen offers to accompany her, but Stephen warns her not to do anything risky, and she promises. I pinky swear. Pinky swear. Then Lisa's mom drives up to visit and tells Lisa that Drea called and that. She's, she's just, Lisa, she heard that Lisa's very upset, but doesn't she know, Case, that Drea and the other girls are just as devastated as Lisa? And why is Lisa rejecting them? I mean, they're going to be her best friends for life and she can't reject mom is them. terrible. She sucks. Oh, she's the fucking worst. She's like, you need to go and talk to them and be their best friend. They're going to be your best friends her for life. Her roommate died. She should, like we said before. She should get all A's and be able to go home for the semester. Right. That's the rumor. Right. And so, she, and she, she yes. And, and yeah, her mom's I'm not even like, out if that's true. Her mother never even comes there to comfort her. No. No, it's she comes. so ridiculous. She comes, she shows up to tell her to go back to the sorority house. Oh She's the fucking worst mom ever. I mean, she, obviously Lisa raised herself. Lisa did a great job of raising herself. It's true. It's just awful. It's true. It's, it's, it's. It's so sad and it's so maddening the way she's just like, ah, you know, just listen to me. So um, then she does ask Lisa to come home for a few days. But her reasoning is the mom is like, come home for a few days and then you'll realize what a mistake you're making by leaving the sorority. It's fucking awful. So Lisa goes to a house party at the Zeta house to find Paige. Jameson from earlier in the yes. movie, well, from all the scenes, from all the scenes, threatens Lisa when they're in a room alone. It's kind of scary. It's a moment. Yes. You know, because he's is. like, you don't really want anything bad to he happen. Is, he is just a creep from the beginning. He so. is. He's a real creep. He has. He's he assaulted has, the two main characters. He has no boundaries and yeah. doesn't care. And he's he's exactly why crime on campus continues mm -hmm. because nobody does anything about that shit i i hope you ladies today are just better at forcing shit people to be held accountable than we were in yes. our day yes so she does get out of the room and then as she's returning to her dorm two cops stop her and they're like um ma'am are you lisa whatever connors or whatever her name is and they're like and she's like yes officer and they're like uh is this your marijuana? And then they pull a bag of marijuana out of her car. Yeah. And then she gets arrested. Beth, can we call it grass? Grass. Please? I keep forgetting case. They find the grass, but how she doesn't smell the grass is beyond me. Yeah. I, because you know that. Because that smell. would smell a lot. It was. And it was also, just in a baggie. It was. And, and also, it was a lot. I know. Like you gave away a lot of dope. Yeah. Like you got to go. You got to go find your grass dealer back then. I mean, then. it was a sandwich bag full. There were no dispensaries around the corner back then. Yeah. You got to go find your grass dealer. Yes. It was probably Jameson's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh -huh. After she leaves the precinct, the, her mom lectures her about the arrest. Have we said that her and, mom sucks? Oh, and she she's again on her about leaving the sorority. So we also find out that Lisa was just let off with a warning, which with the amount of grass in that bag would not have happened. Mm -hmm. So Lisa's mom tells Lisa to come home, which she does not do. But we go see Lisa at a coffee house where she confronts the sorority to sisters about the drug print. Uh, the drug plant. Ha, that's funny. Drug plant. Yeah. And the drug is a plant. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. the grass bust. How about the <laughs> whose grass is it, bitch? Yes. Let's take a break and listen. All right. I want to know who planted the drugs. Don't blame us if you have a drug problem. Was it you, Terry? They say you're out of control. You guys are hiding something. You have been ever since the night of the tower. If we are, it's for your own good. You swore an oath, Lisa. An oath you sealed with blood that you'd protect the house and all the sisters in it. 
What about this sister that's dead? Just let it drop. It's better for everyone this way. I won't let it drop. Not until I get the truth. I'm trying to protect you. Me? Of course. Why do you think Shelby was up there in the first place? What are you talking about? She was trying to prove she was just as good as you, Lisa. Didn't you understand that? She kept saying you're prettier and smarter and more popular than she was. That's why she kept pushing herself. Okay, so during the break, Case did a little research and we found out that it is a rumor that if your roommate dies, you get straight A's. And then we found a movie that's called Dead Man on Campus, came out in 1998, so a year after this. And it stars Mark Paul Gossler. Yep. Two college roommates go out and party, resulting in Brad Grades. They learn of the cause that says if your roommate dies, you get an A and decide to find someone who is on the verge. And that one's called Dead Man on Campus. I've seen that one. Well, and I've seen the other one called Dead Man's Curve. Okay. Um, and I will say, so I, I'm a college instructor. I don't know if I've said that before. And I've never, I've heard that is a like a policy like outside of that, but I've never actually heard it being a, a policy written in. Yeah. However, I think that that would not ever be a policy anybody would write because people would literally kill their roommates. People, I think people would do that. I, I don't, don't disagree. You? I don't disagree with you on that. However, I think the biggest thing is that this would be handled on a case by case. It basis. would absolutely be. And I would tell you that in my opinion, what they would do is either withdraw the student or give them an incomplete or figure out a way to yeah. give them a break until they were ready to yeah. come back if they were ever or figure out a way to make the transcript so they don't like. Because the death of your roommate, if we haven't made this clearer is a, a massive trauma. It is a big trauma. And you can't just go back and pretend everything's normal no. like this girl is trying and, to do. And this girl, she didn't even just have a roommate die. She witnessed it and saw her laying on yes. the ground. Yes. So she and she clearly has PTSD yes. in this movie. So anyway, that's what we found, but I've never heard that as a policy. So don't 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 kill anybody. Yep. Don't yep. kill don't even kill your plants. Yep. I have a I have a um poinsettia upstairs. Mm -hmm that my brother-in-law gave me last Christmas. Good job. It's blooming again. Good job. Yeah. Bethany. Thank you. It's the only thing that's lived like plant wise in my house longer than a year. Yeah. There you go. I'm not, a, I'm not a green thumb. My, th my thumb is more like gray. Yeah. All right. Ready. At the okay. newspaper office. Hey, hi, Gamma Beta. Hi, Gamma Beta. Go, go, girls. Woo! I didn't do a voice. <laughs> All right, we've got Stephen back at the newspaper office, and he's trying to find the name of the student who had disappeared. And he finds an Anne Marie Johnson who received a large check from the university the year prior. So, so we're going like, to go do our, our our high tech sound effects. Cha ching! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, they uh, Lisa and Stephen go to find Anne Marie, and she shares with them how she was almost killed and that she was really mad about the incident. Yeah. She was, I, I she was, was surprised mad. that she lived. Yeah. When they knocked on that door, I was like, who's going to be on the other side. Exactly. They leave you with the real cliffhanger. Yep. So the school offered her money and she took, she took it and they find out that she was, are you ready for this? What was she case? A pi gamma oh, beta pledge. I will. I would be willing to bet that no university in the history of universities has ever paid someone off. Yeah. I would find that very hard. It would be hard for them to write that off. Yep. Well, uh, Stephen writes an article about Anne-Marie and Carl refuses to run the story. Carl, we liked you. Yeah. We Carl, liked Stephen you. We trusted you, Carl. And Carl explains that he can't print the story. Stephen realizes that Carl is not able to because of the dean. Bitch. And then Carl fires Stephen. Gosh. Damn it. Poor Stephen. Right. And he's all about the free press and, uh, the, and the truth and uh -huh. blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Woodward and Bernstein go Woodward and Bernstein. Yep. At night. That night, I'm assuming Lisa and Stephen are walking down the street when a van full of dudes pulls up and I beats up Stephen. Jameson and his pals. Yep. And they kidnap Lisa. And poor Lisa, I'm sure, is like, not this again. And they fucking literally kidnap this girl. Yep. They literally kidnap her. Yep. And even worse, leave her for dead. Yep. So the men in the van threaten Lisa's life and they take her out to a desolate area, throw her down an embankment, and she lands in the river. The next morning. 
Lisa is walking, so she did not die. Dazed, and she hears a car horn honking. She waves it down, and it's Stephen. He said he'd been searching all night for her. Yeah, and he's just driving like, and I'm like, who is honking their horn driving? I thought that was weird. But then when Stephen came, I'm like, okay, that makes sense, actually. So meanwhile, Lisa's mother is with Sergeant Sands and finally realizes that she's an asshat. (laughs) So um, she apologizes then to Lisa. Okay, can I just say something that I realized, Case? I don't want to harp on this too long. So Lisa's mom and Sergeant Sands are in the room. Lisa comes back. Yep. She had to have known who was in the van with her. Yep. Nothing is done about the attempted murder on this poor girl's life. Yep. I'm just, okay, that's it. That's yep. all I'm going to say. That's uh, it. Don't be the so The attempted pretty. murder. I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't. And it happened off campus. It yep. happened off campus, so they could have done something. Yep. Sergeant Sands sucks. Yep. So did, you know what? Uh, here's what I think they should do. They should have Sergeant Sands and Lisa's mom date because they deserve each other. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. So now we've, um, we've got Lisa. She's going to lure Drea and Kim to the clock tower. And she plays a tape that she and Steven made of Anne-Marie discussing the hazing incident that happened to her. Lisa asks Kim about what happened with Shelby. Kim denies doing anything and blames Drea. Now, there's a flashback and Drea is bullying Shelby into hanging the banner. So we're back at that spot where they were all up yes. on the thing. As Shelby tries to hang it, she slips and falls. Drea says it was an accident and they made Paige promise not to tell. Drea accuses Lisa of sabotaging the sorority. Lisa thought she'd feel better knowing the truth, but nothing nothing will bring Shelby back. No, it's it's sad because now it's time to start the healing process. Yep. So now we've cut to the Dean and her hair holding Mm -hmm. another press conference. And she states that um, two women from the sorority have come forward, admitting that they are connected to Shelby's accident. Stephen asked if the if the Dean considers it hazing, the dean admits it was hazing, and Stephen asks what she plans on doing about it. And she said that she intends on rectifying the situation. But there must have been a wink, wink, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So now Lisa and her mom are standing. This is the weirdest thing. So weird. They're standing outside the Pi Gamma Beta house as the sorority sisters are moving out. Bye. Um, and so they're just moving stuff to the porch, just, basically. Just suitcases. Yeah, just it's little, just like a box fan, I yeah. think there was. Yeah, and nobody's and, moving out furniture or taking down signs. No. And 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 it was none, none. none of the <laughs> sisters that we've seen up to this point. No. I think those actresses were like, um, I don't move things. No, so, they were like, that's not in my job description. Yeah. So Lisa and her mom are leaning against a tree. Apparently there's a big thing about leaning, leaning against, against trees. trees in this movie. Um, so they're moving out, presumably because their charter has been revoked. Lisa, Lisa's mom and Steven walk away happy and, and scene. scene. All right. That's the movie. Beth. That was the movie. That I was I, the movie. A lot happens. We talked about this. A lot happens, but it's very boring. It's very boring. It's quite boring. It's yeah. really boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's a boring movie. It is a boring movie. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't love it. No. I'm going to say I didn't love it. No. I thought the actors were good, but they didn't have a lot to work with. And Shelby's character was super weird because like, oh, should I lean up here and look stocky or just interesting or what? Yeah. I just don't think that, I I just don't think that, you know, since I'm an expert on movies, I'm going to say that the characters were developed fully and that you really had much of a motive for a lot of the things like Lisa's mom, what's, what's her, they, they don't show any ties to her really with the sorority that makes you know like no sitting around perhaps with her sorority sisters today yeah i don't know i agree with you and i think that you should consider yourself at least a tv movie expert at okay. this point at this point i, I think we like can I've both seen cons- enough yeah i think we have and um, we have right. plenty more including yes. our next one case what's it gonna be it's, it's a recommendation i've been trying to get together since last 
summer, yes. but it's not been streaming. Yes. Um, it's called Twisted Desire, starring Melissa Joan Hart. Hooray! That's uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It correct? is. Right. See, now that show and Saved by the Bell, we're a little old for those, so I didn't watch those. Yeah, like, we, we, nor did I. Yeah. Like, so by the time TGI... F came on like full house and stuff. I was, I was yeah, I Friday was nights Fridays. I was I was busy. I was working at the hospital and going yeah. to Catucci's. Exactly. We met at midnight. Yep. On Fridays and Saturdays. Exactly. And then Case, how excited are we for February? Oh, we're very excited. I Beth. can't wait. So we're Yay. gonna review the trilogy of terror. Yes. And we have a very, very special guest. Since, we do. Since we're uh TV movies of the 80s. They yes. get they had special episodes. We have a very special episode. Yes. With a very special guest. Yes. His name is Richard Thomas. Not John Boy, but Richard Thomas is a horror writer. Yes. He has a short story collection coming out in February called Spontaneous Human Combustion. And we're going to be part of his book tour. Yeah. Which is the most exciting thing I can even think of. And yes. he's, he's such a great guy. I've taken three classes with him now. Yes. And I've really just come to respect a great deal about him because he is, he's very generous as a writer. He's a very, very kind person. I think you guys are going to be like, we're friends forever yeah i'm gonna love it yeah, i think, love it. I think you two so much are fun. very much of the same heart okay like, like wait you you'll meet him and you'll see I'll i think him. you guys are gonna we'll be, be part of a book nerd. tour Beth. i know i'm so excited ah! okay enough all right oh, we have to not do that i have to not be like that when we because okay. i i mean I, we'll be cool yeah we'll be cool we'll, it's we'll cool. Be cool we'll be cool we'll be cool Richard, we promise we'll be cool. Yep. <laughs> Do you have a favorite TV movie from the 70s, 80s, or 90s you'd like us to review? Let us know. Find us on our socials. We are on Facebook at Made for TV Movie Club Podcast, on Twitter at TV Movie Club Pod One, and on Instagram at Made underscore four underscore TV underscore movie underscore club. Or give the hashtag MF. T V M C podcast, a Goog, and you'll find us. You can listen to us on all of your favorite podcast channels, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We are also on Amazon Music. Thank you inviting for inviting us, Amazon. If you love us as much as we love you, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Facebook and tell your friends about us. Tell them. Until next time, we will see you right here in the clubhouse. Our pro music.